Hey y'all, I'm Janelle Yarbrough and welcome to Bloggers and Friends. This is your podcast for discussions around relevant topics and experiences that resonate with the culture. For those of you who roll with me, you know we talk a lot about embracing the possibility of change. We'll continue to touch on that and lots more. Sound good? Word. Let's get into it. Hey, hey, y'all. We're back with episode five. Can you believe it? It has only been a little over a month since I started this Bloggers and Friends podcast. Time flies. I have been enjoying myself and have been enjoying growing with you all. And I hope that you're having a good time hanging out with me as well. Our listeners have uh, given tons of feedback and it has felt so good to know folks are really invested in this community that I'm building here. Um, You spoke, we listened, and for those of you who may have missed it, Bloggers and Friends will now be releasing episodes weekly. We have also begun to book future guests. I know y'all tired of hearing just me talking. (laughs) So be on the lookout for that. Um... Today's episode is special to me because I'm going to talk about the most important people in my life, my reasons, my motivation, my inspiration, my reflections. That's right. You guessed it. This is a Mother's Day edition, and I am going to talk about my journey through motherhood. Um, Well, a little bit of my journey through motherhood and my many broke best friends. Yeah, I called you broke. (laughs) When I was a kid, I remember a coming of age moment when I started my cycle. I was 11 years old and I was in the restroom at school. Shout out to Whitaker Middle School. Go Warriors. (laughs) And uh, when I saw it, the first thing I thought was, yes, I can have kids. (laughs) I know this sounds weird that in that moment, that would be what I think about. But I'm pretty sure that was the simplest way my mother and or my grandmother could explain to me in my younger years what a period was without putting too much on it. Uh, I know that we've all been there in those awkward moments um, when our kids ask us questions that stump us because we're thinking about what their little minds can actually process and put into context. But it was in that moment that I felt connected to my ability and desire to have children. I think coming from a big family where everyone looked after those who came after them, uh, the act of caring and nurturing others um, was something that was ingrained in me. Uh, I may have fantasized about it a bit, knowing how much I loved my brothers and sisters. The idea of creating a family like that where that love was possible made me want that for myself. I remember telling my mom, I want eight kids. Woo, child. She would laugh and say, eight kids? Are you sure? I look back now and laugh myself, realizing that my mother was really laughing at my naiveness and innocence around what it takes to care for a family. However, my block was full of mothers, strong, beautiful, hardworking, witty mothers. Come on now. And I was inspired by each of them and their stories and the stories of their families. Fast forward, 
I was 19 years old when I found out that I was pregnant. I had taken a semester off from my sophomore year of college to save money to help pay for school. Needless to say, I was shocked (laughs) at the news. This was not in the plans that I had for myself. I mean, I wanted to be a mother like one day, but I was not (laughs) intending on being responsible for a whole other human being when I was still figuring out how the hell to be responsible for myself. (laughs) I began wrapping my brain and my heart around the fact that life was changing and I needed to take control of what that change looked like for me. I remember just being consumed with figuring out what life was going to be for me, where this would lead me, how I would prepare, and wondering whether or not I was capable of pouring into another human. I said a whole human. When I, at the age of 19, was trying to heal myself, I decided to start nesting early. This helped me to step into the next phase of my life as a mother-to-be. My focus shifted just like that. And everything from that point forward was about creating a good life for my child. See, I loved her before I knew her. She ended up being what moved me to begin a true process of healing. Now I said begin. Which started with forgiveness. I had to forgive my mother for everything that I judged and blamed her for. And then I had to forgive myself. I had to do this before beginning my parenting journey so that my parenting was intentional and thoughtful and not guided or influenced by trauma. I thought about her name. And in doing that, I considered who I knew that she was going to be and what her name should reflect. I knew that she would be strong, driven, loving, and intelligent. I didn't want her to be categorized or judged. I literally thought about her name on her resume, like literally. (laughs) I wanted her to be respected before even connecting her name to her face. I wanted her name to have a presence of its own. Her father and I decided on the name Kennedy. Well, I decided. He agreed. (laughs) I ended up with preeclampsia and had an induced labor. I remember coming in and out of consciousness as I was having seizures. Each time was like a movie where I could hear my heartbeat and my own breathing. And I was observing the commotion and activity in the room between slow blinks. My loved ones were in the room with me. I felt their strength that night and their presence made me feel safe. I remember being at a place where the pain was so intense that I broke down and asked for an epidural. When they came to administer, they realized that I actually was ready to begin pushing and the epidural wasn't necessary at that point. Bookmark this. We gonna circle back around. (laughs) And there began the delivery. Looking back, I really think that I birthed my new self along with birthing my baby. I think of those seizures as the purge that removed the fear, the doubt, the uncertainty, the toxicity, and cleared the room for motherhood and self-discovery. Kennedy was exactly who I needed her to be in order to show me who I was. She taught me discipline. She taught me unconditional love. She taught me forgiveness. She taught me joy, 
She taught me vulnerability and she taught me about persistence. I looked into her eyes and I saw everything. She was possibility. She was truth. She was purity. And she was my light that would brighten the road for me to see walking forward. I grew up with her and through her. She, as a baby and then as a young girl, helped me begin to define myself as a woman. Six years later, we found ourselves expecting our second child. I could tell during this pregnancy, this one had a little spunk. She played with me. When I poked her, she moved around. And much like her mother, who has a strict morning routine, that little one had a night routine when we laid down for bed. She would stretch her right leg out and roll it down my belly over and over again. I used to laugh and say, time for bed, and rub her little balled up buns to get her to relax. One day, I realized that she wasn't moving as much as she normally moved. Mommy Instinct said, go to the doctor and request an ultrasound. I needed to, and I wanted to see her for myself. Sure enough, her heart rate had slowed down, and they said that she seemed a little stressed and said that we should go ahead and deliver. Child, I legit had time to go pack a bag, update their dad, summons one of my sisters, and make arrangements for Kennedy. For those of you who have been induced, you know the process is a bit grueling because there is so much wait time and you're essentially starting from zero. I was determined to have her naturally as I did her sister, even though naturally with her sister was kind of by accident. I had my sister by my side. And when I tell you this was yet again an example of the power of women, Ma'am, she walked with me, she calmed me, she massaged me, she breathed with me, and she stood by my side supporting me through this. Once again, it reached a point where I said, skip this like I can't. (laughs) They ordered that damn epidural, and before they could administer, again, I was ready to deliver, again. The medical team was caught off guard and I was caught off guard because of how fast things progressed. She arrived when she was ready and not when we thought she should be ready. This entrance proved to be exactly who she is in life. She shows up when she is ready and shows up being who she is and not who others think that she should be. She is playful and routine. She is deliberate and curious. She is shy and hilarious. and is a wise and compassionate old soul. She challenged what I thought I knew about parenting. She taught me about patience and reflection. She taught me the importance of throwing because I said so out the window and helped me understand how the wise really teach our kids to be free, contextual, and inquisitive thinkers and decision makers. Her name, Ryan. Strong, assertive, short and to the point, intelligent, ambitious, and gentle-hearted. She taught me about who I want to be as a woman and as a mother. There is no manual for this. Doctors and experts can give you all of this researched advice that can fill up a book, but essentially you have to look at your children and determine who you are and who you want to be for them. You have to learn who they are as individuals and parent them based on that. Did you get that? 
I believe in having a parenting foundation, the commonplace and principles and values that you parent from. And then you have to do the work of building the relationships with your children, respecting and valuing their individuality and identity. Blue. I'm an old school mom and Ryan, my youngest, really humbled me because she challenged and grew me beyond the defaulted and passed down parenting methods of our parents and their parents' parents. For real now. No lie. Every day, at some point or another, I'm thinking about parenting strategy. Kennedy is 24 and Ryan is about to turn 17. There is so much that I, as their mother, want to make sure they are equipped with. What's that saying? A mother's work is never done? That part. My relationship with my daughters is such a blessing. The one thing that I have learned as a mother is just how much our children teach us. I learn from them as much as they learn from me. I am moved and inspired by the young women that they have become. I am motivated by their focus and resolve, and I am constantly encouraged by their hearts. They are two very different people, different dreams, different goals, different paths, different interests, but they share the same values and are empowered by the same belief that they can accomplish anything they set their mind to. Parenting is a process, honey. Listen, I'm going (laughs) to say that again. Parenting is is a process of learning, assessing, and adjusting Knowing better and doing better, remaining flexible and understanding that you're not always going to get it right, but you always have the opportunity to try again in a different way. Now let the church say, amen. (laughs) I really want to thank my children for walking with me on this journey. You have given me vision. You have allowed me to make mistakes. You have allowed me to at times fail. And have extended me understanding and grace. You both are all of the best parts of me. And I look at you and sometimes can't believe your depth and beauty, both inside and out. I can't believe I made you. Look at God. I believe in your purpose (laughs) in my life. And I believe in the purpose that you will continue to walk in and share with the world. You are joy. You are life. You are magical. You are everything that I dreamed of in my children. Thank you for being my teachers in life. And thank you for allowing me the space to grow with you, for you, and for our family. I love you more than words could ever express. You two are a gift. Yeah. So that's it, y'all. In some ways, this was a love letter to my kids, but it essentially highlights in a nutshell how parenting is a journey. We have to be open to new possibilities and new truths. Sometimes it's hard, but just like I learned in labor, as soon as you think it's too much, God shows you that you've already made it to the other side. Girl, say it. We have the strength within us, y'all. Come on now. Happy Mother's Day to all of the incredible mothers out there on their own journey. Women who live in the space of community around motherhood and really connect with other women and mothers about about this special journey. Um, This is an amazing community to be a part of. And the more that we share and uplift each other, um, the more support 
um, we give each other, the stronger that we will be as a, as a community of mothers. From those who birthed children to those who stepped in and nurtured others' children, to community moms, grandmas, and aunties that stepped up to be moms, you are celebrated. Not just today, but every day. Hey, girl, hey. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe so that you are notified when a new episode is posted. You can stay connected between podcasts by following us on Instagram at fear.not.the.journey. You can also join our page on Facebook at Fear Not The Journey, or you can subscribe to our website and blog by visiting www.fearnotthejourney.com. Thank you for joining us for this episode, and until next time, be well.